0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1184. Tips for managing holiday stress by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Saturday. Hope your weekend is off to a great start and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily or OHD, where I act as your narrator of popular health and fitness blogs. Now, we have a bunch of shows covering a bunch of different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in your podcast app to find them. Now, I love today's topic because, as I said yesterday, the holidays are my favorite time of year. I'm like Will Ferrell's version of Buddy the Elf counting down the days until Christmas. But even I, a much shorter version of Buddy the Elf, am not immune to the stresses of the season. So, let's hear what advice today's author Rachel Trotta has for us as we get right to it and start optimizing your life. Tips for Managing Holiday Stress by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com It's not that the holidays are inherently stressful, although sometimes they are. It's simply that this time of year tends to be exponentially more busy than normal. When you're trying to squeeze in a workout after your child's Christmas concert, but before your office holiday party, it can start feeling a little hectic. Here are some ideas, some of them mine, some of them from clients, for making a smooth transition into the new year with a happy body and a happy mind. Tip number one focus on the basics. It can get overwhelming to feel like you have to eat clean to be healthy when your home environment is swimming with extra treats. Instead of pressuring yourself to eat perfectly, just focus on the essentials of healthful eating. Make sure you Get enough protein, aim for at least half your goal body weight in grams per day, drink a lot of water, and eat your veggies. Take it meal by meal. An easy way to make sure you're eating enough protein, for example, is to have a lean meat or some eggs, dairy, lentils, or any other plant-based protein at every meal. Instead of an English muffin for breakfast, reach for yogurt or eggs. Instead of the French onion soup, order lentil soup. Just break it down into individual decisions and ask yourself, how can I add a protein source here? You can apply the same principles to eating more vegetables and drinking more water. Tip number two, get enough light. This is where physical health and mental health converge. A huge challenge for many people in the Northern Hemisphere around this time of year is the decrease in natural light. Most people get some kind of seasonal blues, but for some people, it's more intense. This is known as seasonal affective disorder, or SAD. The lack of light coupled with the colder temperatures can make anyone feel more tired and lethargic, as well as emotionally down. This is not a recipe for a vigorous exercise habit. Here's an idea. One of my clients in New York City kept a bright blue light in her apartment. And even as I type these words, I can still picture that surface of the sun brightness as if I'm there right now. Getting bright light in your eyes throughout the day with one of these lamps, especially in the morning, can help with warding off low moods and low energy and give you the boost you need to stay active. On a nice day, try to get outside and get real sunlight in the middle of the day. It's not easy to do when the weather is poor, but every little bit helps. Plus, because vitamin D deficiency can be a problem in the winter, make sure to regularly eat salmon, tuna, mackerel, eggs, Mushrooms and vitamin D fortified foods like fortified dairy. You may also want to discuss taking a supplement with your doctor. Tip number three embrace a winter version of your health and wellness routines. For me, winter turns smoothies into soups, salads into roasted vegetables, running into weightlifting, and late nights into more sleep. When I'm this uncomfortably cold, it's all about staying warm and embracing the season. It's normal for your approach to your health and wellness to change as the temperature and light shift. Many people tend to beat themselves up if their habits change or falter, especially if they just precariously conquered some new habits at the end of summer. But this can be a creative opportunity to transform your outlook. What does being fit and healthy really mean? It all comes down to being active and nourishing your body. This may not look exactly the same season to season, and ideally. Your healthy habits make you happier and more relaxed, not tense and more stressed out. Tip number four, focus on the aspects of your exercise that benefit you the most. Again, this is an easy one to overlook. When you're maxed out on time, you may not be able to attend to every single detail of your usual exercise routine. If you're procrastinating about going to the gym because you know it's a 90-minute workout and the days without the gym keep adding up, then you may need to revise your expectations of yourself. If you're extremely busy, make your sessions 20 to 30 minutes long and increase the intensity. Going hard for 30 minutes three times a week is better than no session at all after a week of procrastination. Between workouts, focus on eating well and getting in sufficient steps throughout your day. I often talk with clients about lowering the bar and then meeting the lowered expectations. This is a good strategy during stressful times. Tip number five, buy the right winter clothing. Several of my remote coaching clients live in Minnesota, and they still manage to spend an incredible amount of time outside because they have the right clothes. Instead of staying inside, they bundle up and take advantage of the limited daylight and go for walks and snowshoeing, warm and cozy in their warm winter coats. Meanwhile, I'm from Louisiana and I'm living over here in New Jersey and I feel like a martyr if I have to spend more than five minutes outside in 40 degree weather. So I'm partly preaching to myself here. Layer up, wear wool, get the right socks, get the right coat, wear a hat and gloves and switch to warm boots for walks instead of athletic shoes. It's amazing how much more manageable the weather is when I'm dressed for it. You can do it. You just listened to the post titled Tips for Managing Holiday Stress by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I know that things can get really hectic this time of year. Even with the pandemic, I wouldn't be surprised if you find that things are just as busy as every other holiday season. Something Rachel mentioned really jumped out at me, and it's because I'm such a huge fan of this approach. Rachel said that if you're extremely busy, make your sessions 20 to 30 minutes long and increase the intensity. She said going hard for 30 minutes three times a week is better than no session at all. Now, when it was safe to do so, I used to tell my patients, look, I know you're busy, you're going to school full time, you're working, you're taking care of your kids, and you're having to meet with me. But don't forget to take care of yourself. And exercise is caring for yourself. Again, for patients that were in decent shape where this was appropriate, I would tell them that on days they're strapped for time, instead of heading to the gym, run a mile around the neighborhood as fast as they can. It should take them less than ten minutes. Done. You're done for the day. Or Let's say it's the end of the day when you're ready to turn your brain off and binge some Netflix and you didn't squeeze in that workout. Well, go ahead and turn on Netflix. But while watching, perform 10 standing squats in front of the TV. Then repeat those 10 squats another 10 times, with rest breaks in between, of course, until you've performed 100 squats total. Then you're done. There are so many ways to get creative. I've talked about at-home bodyweight workouts before. So there are ways to squeeze in that workout. We just sometimes need to get a little creative and again, think about ramping up the intensity. That will make your workout more efficient. All right, that'll do it for me for today. I hope you have a great weekend if you're listening in real time and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show and where your optimal life awaits.